Welcome to Holy Cross Lutheran Church in Onaway, Michigan. I'm Pastor Trent Wahlberg, and you're listening to Preaching and the Word. The word for Pentecost comes to us from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 26 through 27, and chapter 16, verses 4b through 15. Jesus said, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. I did not say these things to you from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. And none of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, concerning sin because they do not believe in me, concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer, concerning judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine, therefore I have said that, I will, that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. How did we get here? Granted, that question is pretty broad, but you know what I'm talking about. I think most of us have asked this question at some time in our lives, perhaps especially over the past 15 months or so. What's going on in the world today, and how did it get to this point? Each of us may be asking the question for different reasons, but I think everyone can agree that things are not as they should be. I couldn't possibly enumerate everything that's wrong in the world today, it wouldn't do any good anyways, since everyone's so divided. Not everyone would agree on what the main problem is, what has caused the problem, or what the solution to the problem should be. So, how did we get here? That's a complicated question. We could spend an endless number of lifetimes trying to trace it back to where it all went wrong. Some might point to the creation of social media, or even back further to other technological advances like the splitting of the atom or the Industrial Revolution. For all of the benefits of the modern world, there are bound to be some drawbacks as well. Some might point to certain philosophies or cultural movements. You might blame communism and thinkers like Karl Marx or other atheistic philosophers like Friedrich Nietzsche, who declared that God is dead and we have no more need of him? Maybe you could point to a particular date as the turning point where things began to go awry. Perhaps the year 1619, when the first African slaves were brought to America. Some have called that America's original sin, implying that every other sin and trouble we face is because of that. As Christians, we understand that the problem goes back much further than all of that, 
back to the very beginning and to the actual original sin of disobeying God and eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Because we have not love, feared, loved, and trusted in God above all things, we have, not, we have become lost, adrift at sea, wondering how we got here. And more importantly, how do we get back to solid ground? Where do we go from help? Would someone help us, please? Again, we know the answer to that question. We know that God has sent us help. Jesus came to crush the serpent's head by dying in our place and rising to new life. The remedy to sin is in Jesus, who forgives us of our sins and delivers us from all evil. Wherever Jesus is, there is heaven and eternal life. He healed the sick, cast out demons, fed the hungry, and is our help and salvation in our time of need. However we got here to these dark and evil days, we know that Jesus saves. When a loved one dies or we're battling illness or addiction, if you're in pain or afraid or have been treated unjustly, you can trust that God is just and will make everything right. He will make things as they should be, and he will wipe away every tear and comfort, comfort us even as he comforted Mary Magdalene when she wept at his tomb. When we turn on the news or scroll through social media, it's easy to wonder how we can get out of this mess that we're in. And we pray for Jesus to come and help us again. Come, Lord Jesus. We know that things would be better if he were here with us. It seems to follow that if Jesus hadn't ascended into heaven, then we wouldn't be in this mess at all. Why did he have to go away in the first place? Jesus told his disciples that it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. God knows we need help, and that's why he sent the Son. The Son did his work by becoming our brother and reconciling us to the Father. The Son helps us by saving us by grace through faith. But this faith does not come naturally to us. According to our fallen, sinful condition, we do not fear, love, and trust in God above all things. We're a bit like Peter walking to Jesus on the water. We see the waves and the world around us. We become afraid and disheartened by all the distresses that we see around, and we begin to sink. After Jesus reached out his hand to help Peter out of the water, he said, O oh, you of little faith, we need help even believing. This is the Holy Spirit whom Jesus sends from the Father. Today is Pentecost. And in a way, it's when all of our troubles began. You might have noticed that there is a break in our assigned gospel reading. The first three verses of John 16 are left out, where Jesus says, I have said these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. If that is what awaits us in a world without Jesus, then why did he have to go? Jesus has left us in this fallen and sinful world, but he has not left us alone. He has not left us without help. He has sent us the Helper who proceeds from the Father, that word helper is kind of a weak translation. 
it gives the impression that he serves some supporting role, like holding the flashlight while someone else does the real work. But that isn't it at all. The Greek word is parakletos, which literally means someone who is called near. Sometimes it's rendered as counselor or advocate or even intercessor, and that's a bit closer. The idea is that the Holy Spirit calls us near to the Son and works through us to call others to him as well. He's the gatherer. Jesus hasn't really left us because he has sent us the Spirit so that where we are, so that we are always with him and will overcome death like him. It's just as we confess in the Catechism, in the third article to the Creed, when we say, I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. In the same way he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in one true faith. In this Christian church he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. And on the last day he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. We need help, and that is what the Holy Spirit was sent to do, to call us near to Jesus. This is how the Holy Spirit helps us. He calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies by bearing witness about the Son. He grants us faith and testifies to the truth. The Holy Spirit sanctifies us through the word of God entering into our ears and dwelling in our hearts. Once the Holy Spirit has borne witness about the Son and granted us faith, then we too become his witnesses to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit gives us faith in Jesus and thereby gives us salvation. Then we in turn share our faith with others so that they too would have salvation. The Helper helps us then we, in turn, help others. And so you see, God invites us to participate in his work of salvation. He gives us something to do. He gives us a way to help. And none of that would be possible if Jesus hadn't returned to the Father. That leads us to where we find ourselves today. We are still in need of help. We still need the Holy Spirit. We still need help in this world because we still have work to do. Jesus said that when the Helper comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. I think that explains a bit about the times we're living in today. The world is now still being convicted of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Why else would the world screech and rage when we speak the truth? when we try to end abortion, or when we say that marriage is between one man and one woman, or that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Sin, righteousness, and judgment is just another way to say the knowledge of good and evil. That is ultimately what the Helper convicts us of. He convicts us of our own sin, our own need for righteousness, and that we deserve to be judged guilty. But the Spirit of Truth comes to our aid so that we may see that Jesus has saved us from all these things. It's a wicked and idolatrous generation that judges evil good and good evil. 
but the helper convicts us of the truth. We share that truth with others who are hurting and in need. We shine a light in the darkness. Therefore, the world hates us. I think that as Christians, we need to come to grips with the fact that the world will hate us for what the Holy Spirit has called us to believe. How did we get here? Why has the whole world gone mad? It's because of Pentecost. Because the Helper came on Pentecost, we share in his work of bearing witness to the truth. The Helper was sent to help us share in God's work in the world. We participate in the life of Jesus. Even as we gather around his altar, we participate in his death until he comes. It is to your advantage that he went away. For if he did not go to the Father, this helper would not have come, and we could not share in his work in the world. The entire life of the Christian is really an imitation of the life of Christ. As Jesus spoke the truth he received from the Father, so too you speak the truth that you have received from him, from his word, the scriptures. We stay faithful to that, to the truth. And so as sorrow filled Jesus' heart, so also sorrow will fill your heart. As Jesus was hated and died, so also you will be hated and die. And as Jesus rose from the dead to eternal life, so too you will rise from the dead to live with him forever. In the midst of life, God has sent you the helper. So also you are sent to help. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support our ministry here at Holy Cross in Onaway, you can share this podcast and give us a five-star rating. If you would like to make a financial gift, please make checks payable to Holy Cross Lutheran Church and mail it to us at 3786 Glacier Road, Onaway, Michigan. That's G-L-A-S-I-E-R Road, Onaway, Michigan, 49765. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.